Now, if I lose, can you imagine? Joe Biden has been awarded the state of Vermont, New Jersey, Massachusetts, in D.C. Joe Biden is going to win the state of Colorado and its nine electoral votes. If I lose, what do I do? Maryland. Delaware. New Mexico is going to go to Joe Biden. New York, Connecticut, New Hampshire. Illinois has spoken. California. Oregon. Win in Washington. We're going to have a red wave. Rhode Island. Three additional electoral votes with Maine. In the state of Virginia, it is going to Joe Biden. But if I lose Minnesota, I'm never coming back. I don't care. Joe Biden will win the state of Minnesota. Nebraska, too, has been awarded to Joe Biden. Hello, Wisconsin. We win this state. You know what? It's over. CBS News is projecting Wisconsin to flip for Joe Biden. We want the same result as we had four years ago for Michigan. Joe Biden has won Michigan. It can't happen. It simply can't happen. It's not fair. I shouldn't even be here. They say I have Georgia made. You are looking at results from the state of Georgia and Joe Biden leads Donald Trump. Could you imagine if I lose my whole life? What am I going to do? I'm not going to feel so good. Maybe I'll have to leave the country. I don't know. CNN projects Joseph R. Biden Jr. is elected the 46th president of the United States, winning the White House and denying President Trump a second term. We're able to make this projection because CNN projects Biden wins Pennsylvania, pulling off a rare defeat of a sitting commander in chief. let's just let's just i mean let's just get it out there let's just all the emotions i'm feeling every single one i just i don't know what to say i think this bitch is frozen she's not looking up oh my god (laughs) hi how are you (laughs) okay we're we're back we had a little bit of technical difficulties but we're back daniela you started (laughs) no i just lost you again (laughs) Oh no, this is Trump trying to take us down like he did the last episode that I had planned for us. He's he deleted again. our episode. Fucking about and now we deleted him. <laughs> Delete bitch, log out, don't renew oh my God, the that account. Video? Get the fuck out. I just I'm just We don't even have words. We're just shook. We're just <laughs> the two most annoying loudmouth bitches are shook. That's how that's how shook we are. No, I'm <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. I, you guys know that we don't ever have anything planned as far as what we're gonna say. So I'm gonna try to do my best and hopefully I don't offend anyone. Um, you Trump supporters, suck my dick, you stupid racist motherfuckers. Um, you guys need to take this moment to realize that your leader's days are numbered and that he's gonna be leaving and that January 20th is gonna be everyone's favorite day because. Um, Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated into the White House and I could not be happier. I could not be prouder. This election is just making making news, breaking fucking every record that there's possibly possibly can be. Um, Kamala Harris is the first. You know, Larry, if you're listening, yes, we've never had a, a female vice president. We've never had a black female vice president. Like, I just, I'm happy, guys. We did it, Daniela. I know, like, Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Tuesday, I just couldn't. I couldn't watch anything, even though me re- refreshing my fucking Twitter feed every fucking five seconds. But I just couldn't watch anything because I was just so traumatized from 2016 that when I went to sleep that night, and I go to sleep pretty early because I, I go to work early. So I went to sleep and I, my phone's always on do not disturb that the next morning I was expecting to wake up with like texts and texts. Uh, from friends or families like saying Joe Biden won or Donald Trump won or something and I woke up to nothing and I was like 
did the world stop? Like, am I okay? Like, am I the last living person? What's happening right now? And of course, nothing happened from Tuesday to Wednesday. And yesterday morning, not yesterday morning, Saturday morning, I'm just chilling. I'm barely waking up. And my friend Manuel texts me and he's just like, bitches, Joe Biden just fucking won. And I was like, what are you talking about? Apple News hasn't fucking said anything. And he's just like, you dumb bitch, go refresh your Google Chrome or something. And I did. And I was like, oh my God, he's at fucking like 274, like 279. And I like texted every fucking, everybody I fucking knew. And Lisa's like, you didn't text me? Literally, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, wait, I didn't get a text. <laughs> well, I texted everybody who was like, like I texted my fucking two coworkers that we were already having a conversation. And I was just like, bitches, Joe Biden won. And Okay, I'm going to get one thing straight. I'm not celebrating that Joe Biden won. I understand that there's shit to be done. I am celebrating the fact that Donald Trump lost. I think that's the funniest fucking thing. I think it's poetic justice that he fucking lost because of mail-in ballots. I just, like you said, I'm not going to try, I mean... Actually, no. Full offense. Fuck you if you voted for Trump. <laughs> Fuck you if you're listening to us and you voted for Trump. I just don't understand how you can fuck like how the fuck have these four years passed? He literally did shit nothing, even for the people who voted for him. Like he didn't do anything for you, and yet you still voted for him. And it's because you're racist, you're uh, sexist, you're homophobic, you're fucking xenophobic, you're everything. You're fucking disgusting. You're a disgusting human being. And I just don't understand how even if you're a Republican, you could vote for him because it's like your party, quote unquote stands for so much more than that if you think about it and he literally tainted your party's name like before people could be like oh republicans and democrats we could all be friends but now if i even think of a republican i'm just like unless you tell me you did not vote for him don't fucking talk to me don't fucking look at me don't fucking talk to me if you voted for him in 2016 don't fucking look at me don't fucking talk to me if you voted for him again in 2020 why the fuck are you still in my life? If you already know who I am and how I am, why the fuck are you still in my life? Like, you're disgusting. Yeah, I understand I people who didn't vote, but whatever. If you voted for Trump, you're disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I don't see how people can still sit here. I tweeted it, and I hope that people really understood. What, well, that too, but I hope, really people, I hope people really understood what I was trying to say when I said something like, what did I say? I said, like... I don't understand how people can vote for him and for people to sit here and say, well, we can disagree and still be, no, 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 sweetie, we can't because everything that Trump has said, everything that he stands for, everything he does is like full of hate. You can't sit here and say that he is considerate, considerate of everyone when he does things and no, he doesn't give a shit about 90% of the fucking population. So suck a dick. And everyone was saying that Melania is ready to file for divorce, but I'm like, girl, bye. She ain't going to do shit. Yeah. I don't feel bad for her. I don't feel bad for anybody in his family. Everybody's always like Baron Trump. He's going to be the one to break free from. I'm like, no, he's probably a little racist shithead too. He probably says the N word to his friends all the time. (laughs) Okay. So I have no sympathy. I have no sympathy for that disgusting family. I have no sympathy for the people who worked with that disgusting family. I don't have any sympathy for people who voted and are now boo-hoo-hoo, like we lost. No, I'm not going to reach out to anybody. This is not, this is not, you know, I'm not the person to come to, to cry. 
because I'm just going to tell you you're a fucking dumbass and you're fucking stupid. And I just, see, I get so worked up. Like, I just want to be like, like, I have so many things to say. <laughs> fuck you, I, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I think the the good thing about this, like, there's lots of positives to this happening right yeah. now. Um, one being that we all know that the current state of the world during 2020 has not been the greatest. There's coronavirus, <laughs> exactly. there's racism, there's sexism there's so many problems so to just hear that donald trump will no longer be the president um i think it it gave everyone like a sliver of hope and i think Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel and like we said we're not saying that um these two people who are going to be going into office are the most amazing humans but i think it's a jumping off um like it's like a jumping off point and i think we can build and we can rebuild things and we can like I have hope and maybe, you know, I'm just delusional here, but I feel like things, things are going to start to get better and hopefully um, they do get better because we all just want to be happy. We all just want (laughs) to have rights. We all just want to be fucking free and hopefully those days are coming. I think regardless, regardless of if you voted or didn't vote, sorry, I'm over here. My fucking phone's vibrating. She's popular. I'm popular. She said she's popular. Um, regardless of if you voted, or maybe you just didn't believe in voting for the president, but you voted for other things, maybe you just didn't fucking vote at all. Um, I think everybody who is anti-Trump, not pro-Biden, but anti-Trump, I think everybody on Saturday morning took a breath of relief, like a sigh of relief. Like everybody was like, yes because i don't know about you guys but there was not a day these past four years and calculate that 365 times four well you talk i'm gonna go ahead and do it (laughs) 365 times four there was not a day that went by that you did not feel a weight on your chest that's 1,460 days exactly these past 1,460 days i've always felt like there was a weight on my chest and there was just one day I'm going to wake up and it's going to be like Trump did this or Trump Trump started this or something. And it was like, you guys, regardless of if you're pro-Biden or not, it's just like these past 1,460 days has just been like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to die because I know I'm going to go to hell, but I've already lived through hell. Like, <laughs> like it really has been hell for everyone. Like, just imagine being, I don't even know. I don't want to say it, but just like, imagine being everything that he hates like exactly. everything he stands for being that you have it's like you're even afraid to go outside because you're gonna get corona you're gonna get shot you're gonna get killed you're gonna get judged mm-hmm. you're gonna get all these things so you know the dogs see like even the dogs are happy <laughs> the, the dogs, dogs like- are happy they're shouting and good <laughs> i like i said i'm very hopeful and hopefully this this shows us like Kamala said in her speech, you know, I didn't watch it all, but one thing that did struck me um, that was important was she said something like, I'm not the first, or she said, I am the first woman to be but going in, but I'm not the last. And mm-hmm. that gives so many young little black girls, little brown girls, all girls out there, it gives them hope that they can do anything that they, they strive for. Like you have a dream, fucking do whatever it takes to accomplish it. And I think that that should be noted. That should be made aware like, yeah, bitch, she's a boss ass bitch. And we know she's not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but things will get better. I, I was do. like, okay, girl, with your little white suit, we see you. No, <laughs> I think 
again, I, I feel like we have to like put this disclaimer out there or I'm not going to speak for Louise. I'm only going to speak for myself, but I didn't vote for Biden because I'm completely sold on his vision. Okay. The, I voted for Biden because it's, it sucks, but it's like the lesser evil, you know? And I hate to admit it, but it is like historical. Like if you think about it, like Vice President Harris, <laughs> Vice President-elect Harris. Ooh, ooh we love the way that sounds. <laughs> she's opening doors that you may not have known existed. Because yes, obviously we've had female senators. Yes, we've had female presidential nominees. But like to see women especially women of color, especially black women, like succeed in a place that they're constantly told like they're less than. It's nice to see that. Obviously she got some issues. We got, we got some issues to work out. And I'm not saying let's ignore that. And all of a sudden she's a girl boss. No, what I'm saying is that this is opening doors for little girls who may have want, because they saw Obama, were like, oh, that can be me someday. But now they can be like, that will be me someday. Do you get me? Exactly. Like, I mean, all, we all start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I told myself, I'm like, you will not cry. You will not cry. There, like, there's so many, I see so many posts from people yeah. that I follow, like, on Instagram and Twitter where they're, like, let's say they're, they're gay or let's say they're lesbian or let's say they're, mm-hmm. they're black and gay or they're, they're female and they're lesbian and they're, they're this. Like, yeah. it, it makes me happy that they feel a little bit more comfortable and they feel somewhat at peace with the results because like i said it it's it's light at the end of the tunnel and we're going towards that tunnel we're we're reaching the end and hopefully with this it's a it's like a a ladder to something even better so um aoc we're looking at you hurry up (laughs) 35 and (laughs) make it happen (laughs) i think obviously what bothered me and i did i did it too like obviously there's a lot that's going to need to happen these next four years. And there's a lot that Biden and Harris are going to need to undo. Um, that fucking bitch ass hoe fucking did. But I think Saturday and Sunday, I just took the days to be like fucking happy. Like, yes, fuck that bitch. He's out of office. Now let's bully Biden. Let's get, let's get this. Oh. <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, like you, I think, you guys, we all as you know Americans need to realize that this isn't the end. This is just yes. the beginning. We need to keep these people in check because what's not mm-hmm. going to happen is that we're going to you know vote for these people. They become the president mm-hmm. and vice president, and then I think it's done. No, 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 yeah. sweetie. And I think we have to understand. Obviously, the next four years they're going to have to do like I just said. They're going to have to undo a lot of things that were done these past four years. But on top of that they should be working just twice as hard to get even more done. No offense, but it's like, it was hashtag settle for Biden, bitch. We settled for you. So oh, you should be doing, no. you should be doing everything you can to make sure. You need to work overtime, that, put in those extra hours. <laughs> you need to work overtime. Um, but it's just like, to me, it's just kind of like, okay, bitch, like you're going to do this. Okay. Like, I hope you know, and I hope people understand that when you critique these politicians, they're not celebrities, you guys. We're not standing them. 
Okay. Maybe you're standing them, but I'm not. No, <laughs> but it's kind of like you need, they work for you. You voted for them. You put them there. So they need to do what you want them to get done. But you also have to understand to a degree, this is what I hate. Now I'm going to get into like government terms, but you have to understand to a degree, they can only get as much done as the house and Senate let them get done. Do you, do you understand? Exactly. They're like, not going to just say this is going to happen and exactly. I want it to happen. So it's going to happen. No, exactly. No, no. They have people as well that they need to go through. Yeah. And that's what, that's what fucking bothers me is that like, uh, like you want them to do all of this, but then there's, they themselves are not advocating for it to get done, but then no one else is either. And it's like, can you guys just fucking, can we all stop saying like, oh, Grandpa Biden, yes, we love him. No, it's President Biden, get this shit done now. Okay, thank you. I know you're 79 or 69, I don't know, but oh, you need to no. get this shit done, okay? Thank you. Because um, then it's, it's like, if you keep, if you think, oh my God, yes everything's back to normal. I can breathe as a breath of fresh air. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Then, bitch, what the fuck? What the yeah, fuck were you I celebrating like these past we, four years? We all have, like, I'm not even going to front. Like, everyone is currently on cloud nine. Yes. But as soon as, you know, the smoke <laughs> the and death so. starts to settle, like, we need to come back on earth. Yes. And, uh, get off our high horse and, yes. and, like you said, keep people uh, held. You need to you know, hold people accountable and yes. sure that shit actually gets done because... The war is not over. It's just <laughs> yes. I'm not saying we can't be happy. Like yes, let's be happy for the next four years. But I think we should also like be realistic and understand like they need to get shit done. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just so. After can we talk about said, how like so can we talk about how that shit lasted if for like a month? Oh my god, that was fucking long. Like I stared. I've never stared you. at a screen at Google because yes. you know, I was on Google being like, yeah. somebody vote, somebody vote, somebody votes. It felt like an eternity. I just didn't know what eternity. to do with myself. I was like, am I going to, is it going to flip like right now? Is I told you, I told you, I woke up the next day and I was like, did the whole world end? Like, why, why did nobody update me? Why am I not the center of the universe? Um, I think what was funny too, maybe it's just because everybody uses humor as a coping mechanism, but I loved how quick everybody was with memes and videos. The memes? Oh my god. Like, you guys saw them because I posted every other one. You guys were probably like, why the fuck does Luis have 30 posts on his stories? Because it's hilarious, <laughs> because that was my way of dealing with it, you know? I'm yeah. anxious, I'm nervous, and that's how I dealt with it by posting all these memes. <laughs> they were just people were quick. I loved it. I was like, thank you, keep them coming. Obviously, we understand ballot counters work really hard, tireless hours. But the jokes were just fucking hilarious. Like the videos of everybody being like this is what's happening in Nevada right now. And it's like videos of people being like, hey girl, what's up? No, I'm not doing much. <laughs> like, uh, yes, or like the, the uh, my, just favorite, quick. my favorite ones were the, were the music ones where it's like switching up positions for you and then they would sort of flip. Or the, I don't know if you saw it, there was a, the Nicki Minaj one where it's like clap for the heavyweight. Yes. Me. <laughs> oh God. But you're going to do it all alone. We. <laughs> it was just, oh, it was just nice. It was nice to see like all of us kikiing, laughing. I think it was also ironic. And I'm not saying that if you were gonna go out and do this, that's not a, like that's not okay either. That's fine too. You express yourself the way you want to express yourself. But I thought it was funny how people were saying, if Biden wins, um, 
all these people are going to go out and fucking riot. Or if Trump wins, all these people are going to go out and riot. And it's like, bitch, Biden won and everybody was out fucking dancing. People were twirling, people were dancing, people were drinking, (laughs) people were cheering. Like, what? So it was nice to see, obviously, like, it was nice to see people in their, like, little bubble of happiness. Um, And then, obviously, Eric Trump Jr. made a comment, I don't know if you saw, where he was like, Republicans lost and not one building burned. Not one business, uh, like broken into or something yeah not like, one business was broken into but i i don't know if you saw it but a protester was killed <laughs> exactly i saw that too and i was just like, like what the fuck is wrong with you people like here's the thing that bothers me about republicans specifically you know die hard trump, trump supporters, supporters that mm-hmm. like you can't you were you guys won and you guys were fucking ecstatic you guys whatever whatever and you guys were you know the the biggest like how do you like what do you how do you explain it when someone's like like you were both, you were like bragging Boasting, about it, like and bragging. You were, you were these little bitches, and then this time around, you guys lost, and then you guys are still. It's rigged. He's you know, your president. Stop, stop counting. You know the mailing is uh, rigged you're and bullshit. Like, do you, I'm like, no, it's because you're president. Do you guys not have like brains? You guys have fucking worms for brains. Like, yes. Were you thrown as a baby? I don't understand. I don't <laughs> understand. They're just. Yeah, I was just like, honestly, the reason no building was burned, the reason no business was broken into was because you guys are planning them at your KKK meetings. That's why. You guys are doing all that. There's Madre at your KKK meetings, okay? So you need to shut the fuck up, Eric Trump Jr., because you guys are all jokes. And I don't want to see any of them on any celebrity Big Brother, on any Dancing with the Stars, on anything, okay? Because um, I don't want to see them on Jimmy Fallon. You need to stay the fuck home. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the next four years that are coming, and think about what you guys put into office and what we had to do with the last four years. Okay, and with that, uh, suck my dick. We're gonna move on. Um, <laughs> we'll end it on a good note. No, I'm I'm super excited, and hopefully, you guys have peace of mind right now, and hopefully, yes. your guys' days are a little bit better now that you hopefully um voted for Biden, but um. <laughs> Hopefully, if you're listening to us and you didn't vote for Biden or you voted for Trump, then stop, stop listening to us. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um. Bye. So we're back from our little break, you know, happier than ever because it's our favorite part of the podcast where we recap the housewives. We start off with Giselle and she's calling Jamal and of course he doesn't answer. I mean, if that's any indication of your relationship with him, bye. <laughs> we then see that Monique and Karen sit down for lunch and Monique kind of confronts Karen and she asks her she asks her if what Ashley said about Karen was true you know with the whole she advised uh, Candace to seek legal advice and like you know she should take legal action and Karen's like well you know what I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place and I'm gonna try to be as loyal as I can to both of you and Monique she surprisingly took it well and she's like you know what it's all good keep being a loyal friend to both of us but just be careful because you know i was super cool with her and she backs at me so look out for her (laughs) we then go on to ashley and michael because they're gonna go on their trip and they're kind of establishing the rules and prep like they're talking about the preparations that he needs to take with like the friend sitter or the friend taking care of the baby and then him with his work working on all the scheduling and whatnot did you notice that ashley's eyes was Ashley's eye was bloodshot or was that just yes I was like um is that editing or what's happening I was like are we not gonna address this like 
anyways right <laughs> um so she asked michael are you gonna behave while i'm gone and he's like absolutely do you buy that or do oh, you- he's stupid i'm i'm sorry i have so much to say about him but i'll say it when we talk about the call like he's just ugh. so then ashley goes you know if you need to talk you know to get it out before you make a rash decision go ahead and call me and then he goes the time difference like i don't i don't want to bother and she's like oh my god no she's like inconsequential if you need me i got you you call me which i was like yes ashley come on letting him know <laughs> bitch you letting him know what's up and then michael goes well then they start talking about monique and why she's not going and michael of all people i find it very ironic that was like michael said well you know the reason that she's not going is because she did something she shouldn't have done and it's mm-hmm. like really michael you want to talk about what people are not supposed to do <laughs> don't go there i thought he was about to pull um oh you don't watch them but i thought he was about to pull up real housewives of orange county and there was a husband who would tell his wife you can't hang out with her because she's a bad influence i thought he was about to pull that and i was like no he's not because the samuels covered for him last season so he can't do oh, that oh i have a little opinion about that one a little bit later we'll get oh. into that um and then Ashley's like, yeah, I do agree. You know, she did fuck up, but she's showing that she has remorse and that she's trying to grow from this. So, of course, I'm going to support her. <laughs> she then reveals to us that Monique basically asked her to write a statement um, for her. Basically, I took it as, you know what, write a statement saying that I'm a great person and write a statement saying that Candace is a shitty person. Like, am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Is, isn't that what it is? Yeah. Um, this was probably my favorite part of the episode because Ashley then goes when she's, you know, her talking head or confessional, she's like, me and Monique are actually closer than ever. She kind of knows me a little bit more, I think, than some of the other ladies. And that's when she goes, Monique, I actually told Monique about, you know, the whole openness of my relationship with Michael. And she didn't tell any of these ladies. And then they show the clip of Ashley telling the girls at the winery, you know, where Candace got fucked up. <laughs> she goes, yeah, me and Michael have been open. We've been with other people. And then Monique is like, wow, I was dying. I was <laughs> laughing. The editing, I just, were you surprised to hear this? Do you think um, this explains their relationship and their closeness or what do you yes, think? Yes, yes. Because the fact that, I'm sorry, I think they got close after the fact, like I think Ashley told her all this like in between last season and this season because because of Monique last season being like oh well no I didn't check my cameras because they said it happened in the basement and I don't have cameras in the basement so basically like saying like like having their back you know so I think from there they became close but another part of me is like pessimistic and I'm like is this like a relationship where it's like you know everything about each other so that if they go and tell somebody um you can spread their rumor like their yeah shit. i get what you're saying you're saying like is this an alliance like is yes. this big brother survivor status where it's like <laughs> i have your back you have mine i'm just I so traumatized know. from these other reality shows oh just... <laughs> portia phaedra season nine we're looking at you um no i i'm optimistic and i'm hopeful because i do love them individually yeah, but they, together i do really like ugh, they I have stand. a really good friendship they they've grown a lot from from when um Ashley was like, "You're a drunk driver." Those martinis were no. So that's in the past. They moved on, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, if they both, you know, stay on the show, which they are, Mm -hmm. um, we see. Hopefully, we don't see them get into you know any fights because then then the realty is going to come out. But um, moving on, so then they arrive in Portugal, which Karen hit her head, and then (laughs) 
I'm surprised. Maybe because I, I kind of still perceive her as being, you know, the grand dame and etiquette, etiquette manners. That I thought she was gonna like, I don't know, be bitchy about it. But I liked how she made it playful. She pretended to, you know, faint, and they were like, "Oh my god, Karen, are you okay?" I told you that more and more with these episodes, I'm starting to warm up to Karen, and I'm hating Wendy more than ever. And of course, in this moment where Karen is making a joke of, you know, her getting hurt. Um, they're all laughing, kicking, and then what does Wendy do? She makes like a mad, bitter face to the camera. I'm like, why are you mad? Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Because she's a bitter Betty. Then, you know, they get to the hotel, and then Ashley goes, bon dia, and then she's like, is, is that Portuguese? Which, oh, this is why I stand Ashley. She's so funny. She's so cute. You know, she's over here trying to be like, oh, you know, I'm so, I'm so aware of other cultures and whatnot, and languages, and the guy's like, no not at all and then they're like that's actually from that's actually Cat, uh, catalan which they speak in barcelona so she was wrong <coughs> jesus i'm sick my uncultured queen <sighs> wait jesus did you just say you're sick get out of here uh, uh, corona no i'm just kidding it's the weather don't, don't speak that into the universe so we're gonna we're gonna knock on wood um <laughs> <laughs> Just oh my god you're like actually choking so then um the guy at the hotel gives him the drinks and then wendy oh you know because she's so intelligent her in her four degrees she's like oh obrigado which you know means thank you in portuguese and then they get to the rooms and the rooms are super nice you know this is in atlanta where they usually they usually give one of the girls like a shitty room like no <laughs> these girls got all decked out you know bling 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 um super nice rooms when am i gonna get invited um then they meet for dinner and this is where the episode kind of you know gets starts to get good because karen is well maybe it gets a good after this so karen is drinking her milk <laughs> allegedly for her ulcer and ashley's like bitch she girl bye she doesn't want to start getting drunk and reveal her tea <laughs> wendy then you know all excited that she's in portugal she's like let's take some shots giselle is like, super excited she's like let's take some shots and ashley's like shots what girl bye then she mentions her degrees. You know, my four degrees that I have, and as she's annoyed, she starts telling um, the story about how she got her name, which I'll let you, I'll let you tell the story because I don't have time for her. So you, why don't you tell us, Daniela, the story of how she got her You're name? You're a hater. Um, so basically, she got her name, Wendy. Everybody keep that in mind, Wendy. Because her father was working at a restaurant. And... Correct me if I'm wrong, but she, the father was working at a restaurant, something happened and like, not even like a miracle. I think the dad got like a higher position or something. And then the dad said, oh, because of the goodwill of this country, um, I will name my daughter after this restaurant that I worked at. And everybody just take a guess what restaurant he worked at. If her name is Wendy. McDonald's. No, obviously it's Wendy and, or Wendy's. So, and I, was like, I don't know. Like, I like this. Okay. Cause you're Wendy. Story, maybe, I don't know. Like maybe it was kind of cute. I just find it funny how they were all shook. They're like, wait, we didn't know where this is going, but um, I thought it was nice because it showed like a more human side to her. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I understand your parents came here for the American dream. They came here from Nigeria, left everything behind. Which the uh, American dream, we're not going to get into that. Because yeah, let's not get into that. But I was just like, girl, that still doesn't like excuse the way that you talk down to them because of your four degrees. I'm very happy for your four degrees. I'm very proud of you for your four degrees. But that doesn't make them any less intelligent than you just because you have four degrees and they don't. 
I was going to say, like, I think my whole, like, beef. Yeah, we got beef. The beef that I have with Wendy <laughs> is that it's hard for the viewers to root for someone who isn't relatable and vulnerable. I feel exactly. like majority of the time when I like someone it's because they're I feel like they're authentic they're genuine and they're vulnerable like I feel like she's always on her high horse she's always talking about her degrees and how smarter she is than everybody else and it's like well great how what more do you have to offer like yeah. are you human or are you a robot like so I kind of want her to come with more stories like that like stories that kind of humanize her because this whole like like you just said, this whole robot personality just doesn't do it for me. Like, I'm not going to laugh at your clapbacks or laugh at um, your confessionals because you're not, like, you've, you've never given me something to relate to. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. but Exactly. Then, <laughs> then you know, it starts becoming more lighthearted again. And Candace calls the waiter, uh, busboy, whatever you call him. And she's like, I heard you guys have this drink that's a mixture of rum and um what did she say? Passion fruit. Passion fruit. And she's yeah. like, she's like, poncha, poncha. And then when he's like, Yeah, I want some poom poom, I want some punani. And they're oh like, What God. are you talking about? Like this was it okay, this is how I saw. I was like, is she trying to be funny or does she like I don't what is she trying to do here? Like what? <laughs> I was confused. I was like, is this like a cringe moment? Are we making fun of a language? Like, what's happening right now? I didn't know what was happening because Karen and Ashley looked offended. So I was like, oh my God, is she is she like making fun of like Portuguese? Exactly. But then I was just like, but are they offended that she's making fun of Portuguese or is something like I was lost in translation. I didn't. Yeah, it was, was I happening. think this just shows, shows everyone her kind of humor <laughs> and her kind of cringiness. And it's like, she's socially awkward. I don't know. It's, it's, she's a thing. She's something else. <laughs> then Giselle goes, speaking of cooch, um, how oh are you God. and Michael doing? Which, you know, we love her segues. We love how she turns, <laughs> turns these conversations into someone and their problems. And as she's like, you know what, we're doing great. And Karen notices this. She sees, you know, Giselle, in her element she sees that she's yet again instigating you know oh trying God. to start problems now she's like you know what it's fine i'm 100 in my marriage and i'm not worried about him cheating robin unlike giselle i see where robin is coming from i feel like robin yeah. is coming from a place of concern for her friend because she does she tells us like i i i'm proud that you're you know happy in your marriage or whatever but michael needs to be held accountable and he needs to be supportive which we've seen for a couple of seasons now their marriage isn't the best and they're they're clashing as far as like being supportive and being there for each other but i'm hopeful you know hopeful that baby baby number two is coming so <laughs> hopefully it's just positive energy from here oh my god and then ashley goes well it's it's good we're good i'm not perfect no one is and then just was like well some of us are and i was like i hate to admit but i think i'm the bell of the group like Obviously, she was joking because then she's like, JK, like, and then Candace is like, are you, though? And then, of course, no. Wendy, you know, putting her two cents, she's like, no, but I am because I'm from God. You know, my middle name, which I don't <laughs> want to repeat it because I'm not trying to offend anyone. But she she's says like, her middle name. From God. She's like, it loosely translates, you know, get from God. And then Candace, if you throw back to season three, I believe, when she first came on the scene, she's like, I came from Jesus. So then <laughs> Ashley's like, so that's that makes sense that's why you guys are friends. that's why you guys are friends yes relate to coming you know talking about where you came from <laughs> then they take their shots you know everyone's having a good time then giselle brings up ray then karen brings up jamal and at this point everyone's on the defense and everyone's ready to just defend their man and then karen's like my only concern is that he's not supportive of you he's never around we don't know yeah. him 
Giselle then gets super mad and she's like, you know what? This, I'm not having it. Then Karen basically calls her a hypocrite and asks if Jamal isn't proud of her, which I already have. We, I feel like we both think the same things, but why do you think Jamal isn't around? Why do you think, why do you think that Karen feels this way? Because I think Karen's onto it. Like either A, you guys aren't really together or B, you're more into him than he is into you and you need to get out of that relationship. But I think I go with A. I think Karen is onto them. Like you guys aren't together or you guys are just pretending or you're just pretending that everything's okay so that we all feel sympathetic towards you or that we all, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's, just, it's like bottom it's line storyline. I feel like exactly. this is all a storyline. And so I think it, it, it would only, it's only going to take her so far. So we'll see. So then, you know, after being, you know, offended, Giselle goes, well, you don't need to worry about Jamal. Y'all are not having sex. And this is where my favorite random funny <laughs> moment comes in. And surprisingly, it came from Candace. Candace then looks, I think, Wendy. She goes, they're having sex. And she, like, raises her eyebrows. She knew what she was doing. I feel like I would, in that moment, I was like, me, we, we are the same, Candace. I would have done the same. Did y'all catch that? They're having sex. Like, ugh, we love that. Um, after that, Robin calls Giselle too. And she's like, you know what? I do get what Karen is saying. Because if you are a friend and we're all friends and we all show off our guy and we all you know let us into your life or we let you into our life why can't you do the same and mm-hmm. i feel like giselle was taken aback she's like wait what the pinky to my brain what's happening why is my bestie going against me which i feel like the fans were kind of shook like the audience was kind of shook too they're like what robin okay robin, how could you do that <laughs> you're not just a pretty face you have thoughts of your own too I like that. I was like, yes, Robin. Because she wasn't doing it in a bad way. It would be bad if everyone was ganging up on Giselle. But nobody was ganging up on Giselle. It was just Karen. But I was like, okay. She's not going to be Ashley. She's not going to talk out of her ass just because, you know, she wants to have your your back. No, she's actually going to have some logic. Sorry, Ashley. But you were at the fight, so you can't say me bringing up the past anyway me moving me defending here i'm like shut the fuck up and she'll do it again um (laughs) then they go into the rooms everyone's trying to settle down and wendy i'm sorry i had to call your ass out you have four degrees you went to school for 100 years and you don't know how to turn off the lights to a hotel room come on now get it together then ashley starts to call michael and she cannot get a hold of him she starts panicking she then calls her friend eve and her friend is like you know what baby dean is tired michael's in here what's up she then calls Michael again, and or he calls her back, and then he answers, and he's like, babe, I'm in a meeting. And this is where shit hits the fan, and I start to get uncomfortable because we see them arguing at this point. And he's like, well, the thing, the line that got me was he said, I can't be molested like this. I was like, oh, what is, is happening? Why are you, why are, how like, are you the victim, Michael? Why are exactly. you upset? I was like, wait. Why are you using that terminology? Unless then I thought in Spanish you say no me molestes or exactly. I said that choice of word. So I wonder if in Australia, where is he from? Australia. He's from Down Under. I wonder if in Australia, like molested could mean obviously the word molested, but because like you said in Spanish it means to be bothered. Like why are you being bothered? But in English it means something else. So it was just a choice words. I was like, let's move on from this. But I was also like, why are you so defensive, Michael? Just say you were in a meeting. I was like, is this your guilty conscience? On her side, exactly. On her side, I was like I was like, um Ashley, it is seven eleven. He was supposed to be home at seven. Yeah, as soon as he said 
he's like, babe, I was, it was supposed to be at seven. And she's like, it's seven eleven. And exactly. I'm like, okay, girl, let's calm down. I was like, as if Eve is like, oh, baby Dean, baby Dean's been fussy. Yeah, I, I can't put him down. It's like, no, like, Ashley, now it's your, <laughs> now it's your fucking subconscious telling you something's up. Oh, no. no. But um, <laughs> she then starts crying. And this is the part that got me. She then pulls so out sad. a picture of baby Dean. I was, <laughs> no, don't do this to us. I was like, is either she's like a great master manipulator and she knows what she's doing because she's on camera. <laughs> Or she genuinely missed her baby. And I just wanted to cry. I felt so bad. I was like, not that picture of baby Dean. Oh, no. It was, was like, she's like, I just want to go home. And I was like, girl, no. You planned the trip. <laughs> oh, God. a little, little sad moment. Ugh. I felt bad for her. And then later on, we find out Michael called back. Yeah. He apologized. It's all good. Yeah, sure um, he did. <laughs> but um robin then goes into giselle's room and then she basically they basically talk about what transpired at dinner and then robin's like you know what i just want you to be open and honest like that's all i'm asking for and then giselle's like well i'm gonna need you to tell them to shut the fuck up next time they bring it up and it's like um that's not how friendships work exactly sweetie. she what? should hold you accountable sweetie exactly um so the next morning candace posts her little notes everywhere her little po- positive words you know um, the little positive words of affirmation. You are okay. You are okay. Forgive for you. Forgive. I'm not making fun of words of affirmation. I I love that. Like I say them to myself too. But I think it, I'm making fun of the fact that she just she cracks me up. She's just too much. She's like you know I'm just in a really bad place. Yeah, she's doing the most. I think that best explains it. She's doing the most, and it's kind of like, <laughs> girl, stop. stop. Actually, you're gonna hate to hear me say this, but. Your girl Monique, I got some, I got some opinions about her, but I'll tell it. Oh. I'll say it after. We'll get into that <laughs> later. Um, so after that, Karen goes into Ashley's room. She gives her a little tour, and she's like, "Bitch, you're living it up." And I'm like, "Same, jealous." Um, and then then they talk about dinner, and Ashley's like, "I get what you were doing, but it was kind of shady." My favorite yeah. moment from that conversation when she was like, "Where, where's Jamal? Where's Jamal?" And yeah. she said, I was like, "Stop!" But um. It's weird to see Ashley and Karen talk because yeah. if you look at the past, they have never been even buddies to say yes. like, they have not been chummy like that with one another. Like They what? do not have one-on-one lunches. They do not exactly. kiki at each other's houses. Um, Ashley's not saying, Karen, you're going to be the godmother to baby D. No, <laughs> they are, out of all of these women, I would say Monique and Giselle have had more one-on-one lunches than Karen. Exactly. So it was super weird and it made me kind of happy. And I was like, wow, if is this an evolving relationship? Hopefully it turns mm. into a friendship. Oh, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think Karen is too shady for that to happen. Or I don't know. There's just something. I don't think Karen will ever truly be her friend friend because too much has happened. Like I think Karen doesn't think that highly of her, I just want to say. Probably, yeah. Um, so then they kind of talk about the whole situation with Michael, and then we see that he later called and he apologized. And Karen is kind of not buying in. She's like, are you sure that's the only reason why you were upset? Are you, you know, you're kind of subconscious, like your subconscious telling you that he's probably cheating. Yeah. And she's like, no, like, we're good. We're good. But I mean, you freaked out after 11 minutes, honey. I would freak out after an hour. Okay. I'm like, well, I'm not going to make that dirty joke. Anyway, so <laughs> then they go on their little cable car ride, and Robin asks Karen and Candace if they liked her, if they liked Ashley's explanation. And I appreciated how Karen was like, you know what? I do think she was being candid and she was being honest. And Robin is like, you know what? I'm not buying it. 
And then Candice, I think Candice was some, she said something like, why don't you buy it? Or like, why do you think the way you think? And then Robin's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, from her personal experience, she can relate to it because, you yeah. know, um, Juan has cheated on her like 50 times <laughs> there, you know, that whole situation. Yeah. So, I don't she know. Was, it was her personal experience. I don't think she was being shady in that moment. She could be shady, but not in that moment. I feel like it was different. But we'll see. We'll see what Ashley thinks about that. Yeah, we'll see if they address the three unions. She's like, bitch, you were talking about me? But um, that, that's to come. They get to lunch. And then Ashley, you know, once again, when she said, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I said, no. Is this part two? Is is Karen, is Karen going to drag Wendy? Like, <laughs> when we hear those words, I got to go to the bathroom. Or I'm going to excuse myself to go to the bathroom. That's what I expect now. But um, she goes to the restroom. And then they're like, more puncha, more punani, more pum pum. Karen's like, no, not for me. I'm not drinking. And then Ashley <laughs> comes back with her boobs and that contraption, which that's like to milk milk, right? That like yes. She's sucks the milk out. Yes, because human milk is for human babies. Right. As we seen last episode <laughs> where Wendy gave it to her kids. Um, then again, this conversation comes up where, which side note, I like how uh, Ashley was like, well, we're in Europe. It's legal. Yes, we love that. We love for you. Yeah, they're not in Europe, are they? Am I fucking stupid? Are they in Europe? She said we're in Europe, so I'm going to take her word for it. That's what she said. She said, we're in Europe. It's legal. Portugal's in... Oh, my God. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm fucking stupid as hell. Portugal's in Europe? Go ahead. Go ahead and uh, fact check that real quick. Sorry. Portugal, Europe. (gasps) It's in Europe. Is Portugal near Spain? Near yes. Barcelona? Okay, is okay. Barcelona like Europe? Yes, yes. No right. wonder. That's why I was like, why is she saying bon dia? Like, why is she speaking Catalan, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm like, why is she speaking like across the ocean? Oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. You just caught me having a fucking dumbass. Educated moment. queen. We love it. <laughs> um, after, <laughs> after that, um, Wendy kind of comes at Karen again. She mentions her degrees and she's like, I want to quote her. She said, no, my degrees are not who I am, but I worked my ass off to get them. And then she's like, I zipped it up first. It was, I buttoned it. I put a button on it. Yeah. I closed the button. And now she talked about it again. She's like, I put the zipper. I zipped it up. Yeah. Next week, it's going to be the tie. Like I tied it. I tied it up. Like tied Wendy's. Up. I tied the bow. If you're saying that you're done with this, stop then bringing it up. It. Be done yeah. with it because we're done with you. She's like, I'm going to unzip it really quick. (laughs) After that, Candice then asked Giselle if she's purposefully, education, purposefully keeping Jamal away from them. Then Karen is telling her that she, you know, she should be cautious because Jamal's past. He's a cheater. Karen basically tells her like, you know what? You can comment on Ashley's relationship. You can comment on my relationship. You can comment on Robin's relationship. But why can't we comment on your relationship? It's very hypocritical. And I see it at this point, as much as I stand Giselle, Karen is right. Mm-hmm. You can't, as you say in Spanish, you can have your fucking guchara and everyone's thing and not expect yeah. people to do the same. Like, yeah. I don't know. How do you see this? Yeah, you can't dish it and then not be able to take it. Like, you have past judgment on all of them. And it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad if, you know, you were allowing them to pass judgment on you. But, like, you can bring up Karen's tax problems but she can't bring up jamal's six baby mamas you can bring up you can bring up ashley's um shit with michael all the time oh but ashley can't bring up juan and robin you know like like you just can't you can't do that like i love her but 
she's like the most terrible at being able to like take judgment and like take criticism even though she can do it all she wants oh monique 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 karen 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 but they can't do it to her and it's like girl which i feel like we, we've discussed anointed this. one walking oh exactly like i feel like they've discussed this at the <laughs> reunions where they're like you say this, you do that, you do this, but they do this. And mm-hmm. well, she's like, I'm Giselle, I'm shady, I'm this. Like she always kind of just yeah. brushes and it she off. always tries to play it off. And it bothers me that Andy never like presses her. I want him to press her or I want there to be fan questions like Giselle, why? Like with actual logical evidence. Like Because Giselle, she's never really, she's never, she's never really been in the hot seat. And you're right. Been. I feel like she is a favorite of Andy's and he doesn't he doesn't grill her like he's grilled he monique he's grilled yeah. Aaron. he's grilled everyone basically yeah but giselle's kind of like mm. you don't touch her like come on now and i think that's why she probably thinks she can like get away with like being a judgy bitch but not see that's the thing i'm judgy but i own the fact that i'm judgy giselle is judgy but she doesn't own the fact that she's judgy We'll see. Yeah, we'll own see. it, own it, own it, own it. Um, especially like with these rumors of that one fan being like, "I have the real tea on her and Jamal." You know, the, the, I bring oh, it up I like every episode with that drama. And but to me, it's like, if the there's real, real tea, tea, she can't run. You know, she can't exactly. run. She can't run. She's gonna have to face the music. Tea, tea. <laughs> After that, um, Giselle's logic or her, she's like, in my defense, you've always been guarded. You've always had your walls up, Karen. You're always been, you know, you've been shady. You've kept shit, you've kept shit in the dark. And she's like, well, mm-hmm. and rightfully so, because who would share that kind of information with, with Satan, with the devil? And at this point, I was like, no, if you're trying to get through to Giselle, that so that's funny. not the way you're yeah. going to do it. That's not how you're going to do it. Because at that point, their emotions get into it and they get angry. And then the conversation's done. I think. Karen and Giselle's frenemy, frenemyship, fren- frenemy relationship, whatever, is the best thing to ever happen to me. But also, they, the reason they're such good friends and the reason they're such good enemies is because they're the same fucking person. <sighs> yes or no? You think? Yes, I think they're the same fucking person. <sighs> Maybe they, they, have both some, they have judgment some qualities, but something about Giselle is more likable than Karen. I okay, will say that. Yes, that's very true. Bucky just like <laughs> they just they love Monique and Karen too. Leave them alone. While my dogs are quiet. Oh my god, I'm jinxing it. He's oh cold. God. He's cold. <laughs> but um, after that, you know, Giselle's petty ass. Since she, oh I god. feel like Giselle is the type of person, aka me, to always want to have the last word. So what does she mm-hmm. do? Y'all like him about Jamal? <laughs> Let me call him. Let me face him. So she calls him, and then she's all up in Karen. So he's like, "Look, Jamal, say hi to my friends. Look at them." Meanwhile, Ashley's. Food is coming out of her mouth. Uh, Wendy's like <laughs> her drink. Candace is stuffing her face. It's like, girl, was this necessary right now? And then Candace, Karen was like, well, we always see him in your phone. Ex- I'm sorry. I died. She was like, well, we know he exists. He lives in your phone. But does he live with you? Does he live near you? Does he live in your universe? Because those are the facts. He's never around. He's only around. And- when- He's only around when the girls need him or when she needs pipe. Yeah. Let's just say it. Let's put exactly. it out there. So just say you guys are like fuck buddies you guys aren't in a relationship <laughs> just fuck buddies it's okay it's okay everybody you know does their ex-husband sometimes and that's okay oh. that's okay girl you could just say it but no one's believing you guys are com- committed to each other okay calm down mr chocolate being like it's i've been waiting for you it's you she's, it's you giselle she's ridiculous I've been ready. It's a, oh, no you're i think shit. giselle knew what karen was talking about when karen was like 
yeah, we know he lives in your phone, but he does he live with you? Does he live near you? And then Giselle was like, no, he doesn't. He lives eight states away. And I'm like, you know, that's not what she was asking. <laughs> I was like the age states. Well, let's talk about it. They're on the East Coast, correct? They're in Maryland, yes. Which is like all those I'm little states. You, we don't know geography. All those little states are one little cluster. So it's like, Let girl, just... by, you said it yourself. He's one flight away. He's eight hours away. Shut exactly. No offense, but it's like anywhere other than Texas, California, and like Florida, I feel like you could get from one state to another in like a day. Like, let me fucking, let me pull up USA map. Which we're never going to talk about Florida again because fuck them. They know what they did. (laughs) So we see in the next episode that Karen is bringing up engagement, wedding. You know, they got to get married. And, you know, to Robin. And Giselle's like, you know what, bitch? Stop bringing it up. I feel like that's not really (laughs) going to be an argument because I think she's going to either tell her he's going to propose or he's going to tell like, bitch, something's coming. So just shut up. (laughs) Then we also see Karen talking to Candace. And she's like, you know what? I feel like you guys are going to be buddy buddies, you know, eventually. Like. This is not this is not the end of it. Like I have hope you guys yeah. are friends, which I don't. They're not gonna be friends. No. Then we see Ashley talking to Candace and she basically reveals to the group that Monique asked her to write a statement in her favor. And this just sets Candace off and she calls her either she says fuck you, Ashley. She says stupid bitch. She says something. But point is Candace is bothered and we love to see it. But um <sighs> I think that recaps the episode, what I do want to get into, because a lot of things have been happening in the world of Bravo, um, more important things. But um, to start off with, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is premiering this Wednesday at 8, 9, or 10. So fucking set your DVRs, set your sketchy websites, set your, um, I mean, what? What was the Point is, tune the fuck in because I'm super excited. Who <laughs> Me too. Your, before the season starts, let's make predictions. Who are your, who are your top three? Who Meredith. Mer- I mean, I already had my girl Meredith her um, Jealousies of disease. Meredith, my girl Meredith Marks. You don't like Heather. And then I would say Heather, Meredith, and then you don't like her, but Jen. But I'm also, I kind of want Jen to be kind of the villain. But I know Mary's going to be the villain. I know Mary's going to be the one that everybody's like. You can say it. You stand Jen. You're one of those fans. You can say it. You stand Jen. It's- okay, maybe I might change my mind. They might come back to bite me in the ass. Shut the um, as far as me, I stand, of course, Meredith, because something about her, I feel like she's just She just be, seems fun. She's not going to give a fuck. I think that's what I'm getting exactly. from her. After her, your favorite, we have Lisa Barlow. I feel like she is going to be... <laughs> As you roll your eyes. You don't like her? I feel like she's going to bring it. I feel like she's going to bring it. just the fact that everybody, just like you don't like Jen because everybody was hyping her up. I don't like Lisa because everybody was hyping her up. Everybody was like, her tagline? Oh my God, like I'm about to like fucking like <laughs> die. That was beautiful. <laughs> Literally. I'm going to fucking come. Her tagline. Like what? It's not that deep. Like I'm. You gonna, said it. I did it. Well, I knew what you were trying to get at. Calm down, white chicks. You said it, but you were thinking it. I know. Um. But yeah, and then last but not least, so I have Meredith, Meredith, Lisa, Lisa. and I think the last one is going to have to be Mary because... I knew it, I knew it. But don't get ghetto, like, she's a queen, we stand, <laughs> fuck your step-grandpa, whatever the fuck he is. Um, get that coin, honey. Side note. I'm excited. Had, you know, I'm already besties with them, I already had conversations with two of the women, you know, I have my insiders, my sources. Um, okay, bitch. But anyways, I saw something on Instagram, it was like a... 
because they've been obviously because the season premiere is this week they've been putting out a lot more trailers and a little Mm -hmm. more behind the scenes and i saw a video where um basically they were giving their opinions on one another and jen was like they asked her who's the most boring and she's like meredith meredith hands down and i was like what i was like i i added her i was like at meredith boring what and then meredith was like laughing emoji we all know that only boring people get bored and i said i know that's right can't wait to see you so she knows i exist we're already best okay she said she was gonna send me some of her jewelry because as you know she has like 45 either forty-five thousand or four hundred fifty thousand um followers on instagram i think i saw their instagram followers I they don't really have a lot they don't she's on the higher end and then mary's at the bottom so mary step it up post better pictures because your filter have you seen her filters yeah she said she's, i'm gonna be a cartoon character with these filters like what much. is this she's like gretchen rossi um oh, gretchen rossi god. doesn't know facetune this is facetune like oh my god i also it's saw another funny. instagram post you know shout out to housewives of slc which go follow them if you're not um they posted like a little trailer and I said, cause basically in the preview, they show that it's Meredith's birthday and Jen mm-hmm. is giving her a party. She's hosting a party for her. Yeah. And then every, every housewife was kind of like, what is happening? Like Jen is being extra. She's doing the most with her entrance. It's all about her, but it's Meredith's birthday. So then I commented, seriously, is this about Meredith or Jen? Hashtag messy. Then Lisa commented at me being like it was actually my birthday heart emoji and i said omg and somehow jen made it about her hashtag awkward she was like and somehow no one made it about me and i was like (laughs) wow i hate that what a damn shame and then she sent a heart emoji so this is exactly why i stan um meredith and lisa um mary i'm waiting for you to respond to me but um yeah like i'm super excited like i feel like because it's their first season they're going to be so invested with talking to the fans you know promoting the show yeah I'm just super excited. What are your What are your thoughts? What do you have to say about all this? No, I'm excited because I feel like the last one that I really got into was Potomac, obviously. But like, um, they're gonna give us. Some, I feel like they're gonna give us something. I'm just every trailer like just gives me so much, so much happiness, and I'm just like they're gonna. And I hope I'm not gonna be brought down, but it's like they're gonna bring it. They're like it seems like they're gonna bring it. They it seems better. Like they each have like a an interesting dynamic i don't know they better not be beverly hills 2.0 we don't need that we don't need that um something interesting. i just love watching women who are rich that's like terrible to say but i don't (laughs) like watching celebrity women you know what i think is i think it's because we're able to like like live through them we're able to live through them like this is this is what it'd be like if you had no talent and no i'm just kidding one thing i will say is these women surprisingly they seem super successful and it's not because of their husband like mary she has a whole church going on um lisa has her tequila i looked it up yeah a little expensive but um then meredith has her jewelry and you know she just she doesn't design but she like i think she like styles celebrities and then meredith is i mean not meredith then we have heather who's out here you know blazing new trails from for other women because of her ancestors like we stand women empire empowerment <laughs> i just i they feel like a great group of women and they feel like so diverse too so i'm just excited i was like a little disappointed about salt lake city i was like mormons but then i was like you know what no this is okay because i mean when people think of when people think of salt lake city you think of tlc's show sister wives oh, polygamy God. and like 
religion and you're just like, oh, fuck, like, are we really gonna have to deal with that? But I like how, I like how they were able to find these women and able to give us a new look at what Salt Lake City exactly. is like. Exactly. Because like, I mean, think about it, you didn't know where Potomac was, but now you know where Potomac exactly. is. Exactly. So they're actually, so you know, educating us. We stand. We stand. Um, yeah, I'm super <laughs> excited. They're giving us a Mormon, but with a twist. And we're here for it. Moving on to some other news, we have Portia. Again, the number one queen of all queens. Portia's coming out with a new <laughs> podcast called Portia For Real. And it's coming out November 18th, where her co-hosts are going to be her mom, Miss Diane, and Lauren, which we stand. That family, we stand. I love so, Lauren. so you guys should definitely tune in. They're going to talk about relationships, talk about business, being entrepreneurs, being black women. And I'm here for it. I'm super excited. I saw a lot of the comments being like, another podcast, another house size podcast. We don't need this. And it's like, you know what, bitch? You still listen. Shut the fuck up and listen. Um, Do you think it's going to be a big hit or do you think it's going to have like one season of five episodes and that's it? Let's be honest. Stop. No, I hope she, I hope she sticks with it. And I hope she seems to have a lot of, um, she's, she seems to be a likable housewife. Do you get me? Like, I know I'm not just talking on my ass because we both like her. Like, people like her. So I feel like they appreciate what she... Now they appreciate what she says. Before, <laughs> she was just she was just someone's arm candy. Oh, God. She's stupid. But now, when, like, she's actually making a name for herself, we love that. We love to see it. I feel like I'm going to tune in because... That's my girl. I love her. I love her so much. So exactly, I'm going to so. tune in. So I feel like she'll she'll do fine. I I hope she'll do fine. I mean, she's doing, you know what I've noticed as a recent, she's really, I think like, what is it? Her story arc, like people, like she's made a name for herself, like you said, and I feel like she's a complete, she's done a 180 and like people have really grown to love her. And it's not, it's not about, you know, her man anymore. It's about her creating businesses. And not just her finding a man each season or something like, I'm finally in love. I'm going to be with somebody. I'm just so happy for her. When we first met her in season six, I will say like, I just like, she was just someone's arm candy. She just wanted to be a wife, but now I feel like she's found so much more. Well, it was season five, but I digress. We love her. Oh, season five, whatever. Um, Shut the fuck up. It's like a dick. Word on the street is Kathy Hilton is ready to drag Lisa Renna. I sang that post. We talked about it already. But, you know, for the people who aren't aware, the streets are saying that Kathy Hilton doesn't approve of this bitch, Lisa Renna, or Erica Jane. She's not following either of them on Instagram. And to that, I say, cheers, bitch. I think she's coming back with a vengeance. You know, we saw all the troubles that Kim had to deal with with Lisa. Exactly. And the article said that she feels like she's not a good friend and she, you know, is tarnishing their name because, you know, keep in mind, they're all sisters, Kyle, Mm -hmm. Kathy and Kim. And we stand because finally someone is tearing her down the way she does to other women. And it's like, that sounds really bitchy, especially me coming like from a guy, like tear her down. But it's the truth. Like Lisa Renna is not a nice person. I'll I'll stop saying it. She's coming coming to tear her down. Exactly. I'm just, I'm so excited. I like, Y'all, I'm eating my words because a couple episodes ago, I was like, who do I have to pay for Kathy Hilton not to be a friend of? And now things are going my way. Things are going my way. Because I thought she was going to be on the show and it was just kind of, she was just kind of going to give us like nothing. You know, she's just going to be like, come on and give us nothing, girl. Yes, give us nothing, girl. Um, But now that I'm hearing that, you know, and rightfully so, she probably is coming back with a vengeance because unlike Kyle, Kathy actually family to her is important 
So oh, but you said it, you said it before. You said it before. Kathy and Kim's relationship is way different than Kyle and we, Kyle's we, relationship with any of them. We've seen it. Kim herself has said it. She's like, yeah. Kathy would defend me like a real sister. And, and no sorry. offense, but it's because I've told you about their mom. Their oh. mom pimped them out. Their mom pimped out Kathy and Kim. Kim most specifically pimped, like she pimped her out to everybody. Okay. So I feel like Kathy and Kim as older sisters dealt with more than Kyle did. And Kyle probably just got like the golden spoon fed to her while Kathy you know what, and Kim had you, to like work. You know what we need to see? We need to have the three of them on there because at that point, I, I feel want. like I feel like Kyle would be outnumbered. Call me shady. I feel like Kim and Kathy would rule over Kyle and yes. somehow she would be phased out. And, you know, I'm still hopeful, even though it's not going to happen ever. Like, I, I need, need to see the world that Kim lives in, that Kim, yes. where Kathy and Kim are besties and Kyle is miserable because we've yet to see that. I love to say, like, I mean, we saw it that one season where she was uninvited to Nikki Hilton's wedding, but then invited again. Oh, God. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm excited, especially because I feel like, I feel like Kyle, whether she wants to, but whether she believes it or not, I feel like she cares a lot about Kathy's opinion. So if Kathy says, don't hang out with him, Kyle's not going to, like, Kyle's the age, like, the, what's the age range? Do you know who's the youngest? Um, oh. Kyle's the youngest. It's Kathy, Kim, then Kyle. Oh, makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. So um, I feel like Kyle really does care a lot about her opinion. So I feel like that's going to be like a big storyline for her. She's going to be caught between friends and family again. And okay, whether you have toxic family or not, like if you have toxic family. Me. Where, like, your friends are more your family. I understand that. I understand taking your friend's side. Or I understand, like, um, siding with your friend as opposed to your sister. But, like, personally, I'm close with my sisters, which Kyle says over and over again that they are super close. So it's, like, if someone were to attack my sister the way that Lisa Rinna attacked Kim Richards, um, especially when Kim Richards was going through, like, her drug addiction... Um, or her relapse and everything, I would defend my sister to the court. Like, I would defend my sister to the death. Like, don't ever come at my sister like that. I would never play the victim and be like, I just don't know who to go with. My friends who I've known for five years or my sister who's always been there for me and, like, raised me since I was little. Like, girl, not that she owes anybody anything, but it's like, if you say so much that your sisters are your best friends, then why the fuck don't you ever defend your sister? Yeah, bottom line, we stand Kim, we stand bottom line. Kathy and Kyle. Please, like, where does this, like, you would think because she's the youngest, her yeah. older sisters would rub off, like, like, all that would rub off on her. Mm, no. I don't know where it went. I don't know where it went. No, I can tell you as a youngest, no, that doesn't, that's not how it works. And <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe why I love Kim so much? Because I'm the middle child. And we just, you know, oh we always God, have to geez. stand the middle child. Yeah, you're but, weird. Um, I don't know. You know who we don't stand <laughs> is Erica Jane. And speaking of Erica Jane, looks like her and her 90-year-old man are no longer together. Apparently, she filed for divorce earlier this weekend. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? First of all, she announced on election day. And everybody was like, this bitch. As if she's the center of the universe. But, um, okay, I told you I have a theory about that. And my theory is, A, there, you know how he's been getting sued a lot. Yes. So I feel like this divorce, this separation, is to help their finances. Like, because he's getting sued. So it's like, if you get divorced, 
your assets have to be frozen for a while. Oh, I know. Makes sense. I, I, I would not put this past this. them. I was thinking about this and then I saw this theory and I didn't fucking, I was going to send it to you. I was going to save it and I didn't fucking save it. And then my fucking Instagram refreshed, but I saw it and I was just like, oh my God, this is literally lining up with exactly what I'm thinking. And someone was like, have you guys ever thought that um, it's weird that like Erica goes on and on and on about how happy they are and everything, but like where like all of a sudden you're getting divorced. Yeah, where did like, this kind of when I first saw I uh, I don't really care about her anymore. But um, I was like, <laughs> where did this come from? She's always about how he's so supportive. He loves her. He's I know, best, and best. he seems it too. I mean, I'm not gonna anything can be happening behind closed doors, but but I'm like, he we seems probably supportive. seems it because look at okay, look at her and look at him. Can he get True. it up and look at her? Like, who wouldn't be happy being with her as much as as annoying <laughs> she's as she a, is? Yeah, she's like, very beautiful, but she's now. also. I don't know. He would always like show a different side of her in front of the camera. Like, do you get me? Like she would be warm. She would be inviting. And then when she would be with the ladies, she was a cold bitch, but I don't know. People were like, I'm excited. She finally has a story. Well, you know why she like, was probably like that was, is because he holds the coins, <gasps> the purse strings. He's like, bitch, don't act up. You better be submissive around me. Like, come on. Let's now, and then, you know, I don't know. You probably saw the other rumors floating around. That is because she has a lover. I and saw that. Somebody, Gleb Sabenko from um, Dancing God. with the Star. And I was like, what? Is it going to come out later on after this season that they're actually in an open marriage? That they're going to be like, just like Michael and Ash, be like, well, we've been together, but it's upsetting me because we only <laughs> pick the person together. People were like, you guys, you guys think she's going to have this as her storyline? Have you guys met Erica? This isn't going to get brought up. Yeah, and then on top of that, I don't know if you saw, they were dressed, all the women posted on their Instagram. So oh, I think God. they filmed the day of election. Like, they were blue. I think Dorit said something like, this is historical or something. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, so they have this election that I don't know if they're even going to address because these are all white bitches. I don't know where they far, they don't where they stand as far as voting. But then they have this um, marriage breaking and crumbling. So <laughs> I think we might actually have some entertainment next season. We'll see. We'll see. I mean... Just knowing that Kathy Hilton is going to do what Lisa Vanderpump could not, which is tell Erica to shut the fuck up. Because Lisa <laughs> Vanderpump didn't like Erica from the beginning. And Erica oh, didn't God. like Lisa Vanderpump. She called her and sniper always, from the side. Sniper from the side. I always wanted Lisa to like, to like be like, Erica, you're a fucking dumb bitch. But Erica, oh, she God. never did. So I want Kathy to like be like, Erica, I don't know. I don't know who you think you are, but... Um, you need to cut the you need to cut the act, okay? We all know you're not some bad bitch. You're not Pat the Puss, okay? No, shut the fuck up. Pat the Puss, like a painkiller. Super excited. We're gonna end that Me with too. we stand Garcelle and fuck Erica and fuck Kyle. We've gone on for way too long. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to follow me, all that good stuff. Make sure you follow the president and you block the other bitch. Um I don't know what else to say, Daniela. Um, all I have to say, and I've been practicing this is, um, if you don't like the election results, then you can leave. No, I'm just kidding. Bye, bitch. You hear that? Leave. Leave, (laughs) motherfuckers. Leave. Go in the dirt. Go six feet under. Suck my dick. Bye, bitch. No, um, I'm sending positive positive energy. Happy thoughts to everyone. Yes. Yes. It's been an emotional weekend. This too shall pass. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. (laughs) Bye. Bye.